Yeah, yeah. 360 Degrees, where we bring you the breakdown of what's going on in today's media and today's hot topics. Today's episode, Mercer Prescott, Odie, and F. Christopher Blue. And I'm pretty sure somebody else will pop in soon. Mercedes is doing um, some video shooting for a film down there in Charleston, South Carolina today. She may be in and out. All right, all right, all right. Today, we're going to start with Mercer Prescott. All right. All right. What's going on, y'all? Um, I, I got to say it like this. I, I know the last couple of weeks you've been hearing me uh, rant about illegal immigration, right? And just to reiterate, uh, even though I'm the son of immigrants, I'm 100% against illegal immigration. But I am 100% for... Uh, oops. I dropped my phone. That's so I just yeah. to know what other terms besides illegal immigration. I don't know why that term is so cringeworthy that makes it just sound wrong. Like well, uh, because, I, because it is wrong. I mean, it's accurate, but it's not nice. <laughs> because you are immigrating to the United States illegally. So it's an accurate term, but it's not a nice term. It's like when people get, get called uh, retards. You know, it's actually... Uh, being retarded is actually like a... a, a I don't want to say a scientific term, but it's just not a nice thing to say. To call somebody a retard, but basically, yeah, but we have alternatives for it though. Like, yes, so, so what's the alternative for undocumented? Undocumented is usually the, the thing that they use the most to call them uh, undocumented as opposed to illegal. All right, so I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, and I, I'll try to use undocumented, but I'll probably still say illegal. <laughs> sorry, Odie. Probably, but. Uh, over the years, my stance has changed. I'm still against illegal immigration, uh, undocumented immigration. But my thing is this. It's not that important anymore. It is not the big issue to me that it was. People are only making it a big issue because it riles up their base. Of course, I'm talking about uh, the Republicans. I, I'll put it like this. I can tell you 10 things right now that are more important than uh, illegal immigration right now, okay? First of all, uh, Puerto Rico still doesn't have any lights. Uh, Michigan still has no clean water. Cops have already killed 60 people this year, and it's January, okay? Climate change, big issue. Government shutdown. I'll talk about that more on Monday. Our president had an affair with a porn star. Imagine that. Uh, California wildfires still haven't been addressed. California has been burning for months. Uh, Tom Cotton wants to lock up liberals. I'll talk about that more on Monday, too. Uh, the gerrymandering reversal on the Supreme Court in North Carolina has been stalled, which will affect the 2018 midterm elections. 
Our military spending is out of control. Betsy DeVos is making it harder to pay off student loans. White supremacy on the rise. Trump wants to make abortion illegal. And uh, tax cuts are a sham to give our wealth to the rich. Now, if you weren't keeping count or if you tuned out of me of, of my long list, basically that was like 14 things. But that just goes to show you how far down the list illegal immigration is right now. So, basically, this story jumped out at me. I know uh, a couple of weeks ago, we talked about the case where uh, undocumented immigrants got sent home, separated from their families, right? These are people who came over when they were adults. They stayed, they had uh, kids, and then they got sent home, right? Here's a different case. Uh, now we have a case of a gentleman named uh, Jorge Garcia, right? He's 39 years old. He's a landscaper, father of two. He came to this country when he was nine years old. So it's not like he had a choice in the matter. If he was a year older, he would have been available for, uh, well, eligible for the Dream Act. But he's off by a year. So he's been in this country for 30 years. He married an American citizen. He has uh, two kids, two teenage kids. But uh, a few days ago, they sent him back to Mexico. Now, keep in mind, he left Mexico when he was nine. Uh, who does he really know in Mexico? What's he going to do in Mexico? You know? Now, here, here's my thing. Yeah, my thing is this. Pick fajita. <laughs> I, I look at it like this. While I'm against illegal immigration, I have a soft spot for uh, dreamers, which are basically people who came to the country illegally as children, who didn't have a choice in the matter, and of course, refugees. I have a soft spot for as well, especially if we're the ones that ruined your country. I'm looking at you, Syrians. So, um, it's basically... A matter of, okay, he came to the country, he didn't have a choice, he has no criminal record, right? He's holding down a job. Why send him back? And here's, here's the clincher of why he sent him back. Uh, he checks in with ICE all the time. So they know that he's not a threat. Why send him back? It's basic, uh, it's basically for intimidation. And for Trump to crow to his base that he's being tough on immigration, because every time Trump even looks like he wants to support the DREAM Act, you have uh, Tucker Carlson and Ann Coulter. They get on this case. I don't know why he listens to these people at all. I don't understand why. Because every time they rag on Trump, Trump flip-flops. So before, on the campaign trail, Trump said he was going to protect the DREAM Act. And now... He's going to scrap it. And now they're going through this whole thing where they're sending back uh, illegal immigrants. Here's the thing. In Mexico, if you get caught uh, entering the country illegally, they give you a year in prison and then they deport you. So Mexico gets a lot of uh, undocumented immigrants from Central America. Right? In the U.S., it's Basically, I mean, if you get caught, you get caught, but they're usually not actively looking for you. So if you get caught doing a crime, you have to serve your time and then you get deported. But unless you live in a state like Arizona, 
you know, where Sheriff Joe is, they're not actively looking for you. When they talk about sanctuary states, a sanctuary state is not a state where, oh, if you're an illegal immigrant or, or undocumented, sorry, Odie, where if you're undocumented, they're like, please, come on, come on, come over here. No, that's not what that means. That's actually a very misleading name. A sanctuary city basically means, hey, look, you feds want the state to detain people indefinitely at our expense. Talk about the state's expense. And we're not going to do that because it's not that big of a priority to us. So what the states, what the feds want is they want local police to detain undocumented immigrants. And the states are like, yeah, uh, you're not paying us to do it, so no. Because immigration is a federal matter. So, but the whole point of sending this man back, it actually, put it like this, there are people out there who think that, oh, Jorge Garcia is gone, so now my life is better. My wife can get those boobs she always wanted. My dumbass kids can get into that private school that they didn't qualify for. Hey, now I can get that raise that I didn't deserve. All because Jorge Garcia is gone. You know? Mm -hmm. And did you, did you guys watch the, uh, the footage on CNN of Jorge Garcia at the airport saying goodbye to his family? Wait, say that again? Who's saying goodbye to their family? Uh, Jorge Garcia, uh, you know, he, he lives in Michigan. So uh, he, he's from Detroit. So they, uh, when they deported him, he was at the airport saying goodbye to his family. And CNN had uh, had footage of it. So it went it, it went viral, you know. It's basically intimidation tactics by the Trump administration because they want to show he wants to show his base that he's tough on immigrants. But. I, I, I think they could have given this man a pass. I think that, and, and here's another thing. Because his wife is an American citizen, he's been trying to become a legal citizen. But at one point, uh, his lawyer filed the wrong paperwork. And I was just like, huh. I'm like, what is this guy with Jacoby and Myers or something like that? Like, or those lawyers you see on advertising on television? And, and here's the thing, if he filed the wrong paperwork, filed the right paperwork. You know, I think they were going to deport this guy anyway. So, it, but it, it, it solves nothing. The world is going to continue. The only world that's shattered is his family's. Because now he's got kids who don't have their dad and a wife who doesn't have her husband. And, and, am I... Am I taking too much stock in this guy? Am, am I... Uh, I don't know. Am I, am I being too liberal on this matter? No, you're being American. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I, like I said, this guy was brought here when he was 10 years old. You know, he didn't have a choice. So, yeah, he's been in the country for 30 years. Well, that's the thing. You can't pass that test. That shit's hard as fuck. I tried to take it online one day, and I couldn't even pass that thing. I've been here for like, I don't know, 35 years, you know what I'm saying? You know, I, my dad passed. My dad's a naturalized American citizen. He passed that test. My mom was just like, you know what? Screw it. <laughs> I'm not taking that test. I'll just be a resident alien. I'll keep my green card. Thank you very much. 
but my dad, my dad passed it, and my uh, my older sister, she's from, uh, she was born in Dominica. She uh, she passed it last year. Finally, became an American citizen herself. So, yeah. But I, I guess I'm being. I, I go back and forth on immigration to being harsh and then bleeding hard. Because like I said, last week, uh, was it last week or the week before? Pretty much the same situation. The only problem is is that the, those people who got caught before, and don't get me wrong, uh, I feel bad, I feel horrible for both of them. So it's not like I'm like, ha ha, you suck all, oh, you poor guy. No, I feel horrible for both of them because both of them have their families destroyed. The other one, uh, the parents got deported. Both their parents got deported and the kids had to stay because the kids were American citizens. So, but, but before, before I, 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 I give it up, do you think that this ploy of Trump deporting people like Jorge Garcia, do you think that's going to help him or do you think that's going to backfire? I think because um, more white people, more racist white people, more white people with the white privilege, white agenda in America, that we're going to see a strong 2020 run for um, President Trump if he doesn't get into any more fiascos. I hope this, um, I was thinking that this, this porno star thing was going to be the end of him. I don't understand why every, this dude is like gaudy. He's bulletproof. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you, you know what's funny? When I was, uh, I, 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 I forgot who I was talking to, but I could, yeah, I referred to him as a Teflon Don. I mean, I was like, no disrespect to John Gotti. <laughs> you know, you're a piece of shit when I could pay you to a mobster. And I'm like, no disrespect to the mobster. <laughs> But you're right. I mean, nothing is. That's why uh, I said he's going to serve his term because nobody cares. Do you think if Obama had an affair with a porn star, you think he, you think he would have been president at the end of that week? No, like, he would have been impeached. The birth certificate. Gee whiz, he was born in Hawaii. Is that not a piece of America? I think it is. Um, this cat got so many things that come after him. People got kicked out of the Senate and out of Congress and out of representatives for less. Yeah, they were talking about Elliot Spitzer. He uh, he was uh, with the Attorney General of New York, and he was soliciting prostitutes, and he had to and he had to quit. He had to resign over that, you know. But the president, nah, you know. And now his base thinks he's going um, to be on Saturday Night Live and he had his hand on the lady's bum bum and he had to retire. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, Al Franken. Yeah. yeah. Which, which, which he denied. <laughs> so it, it's, it's absolutely insane how the president is basically just like an orange nonstick pan. Like nothing sticks to him. No matter how much sludge you get in, no matter how many hamburgers you cook on them, it just slides right off. It's absolutely insane. Because any other president would have been doomed. If any other president did what Trump did during the campaign, they would never have been elected. But, you know, we live in America, so anything is possible. One quick <laughs> off-topic item I need to ask is, aren't all meetings with the president supposedly recorded? 
No, not all of them. Much scandal. Yeah. Yeah, not all of them. Not all of them are recorded. So, at least not that I know of, because I mean there are some things that are classified, like certain meetings are classified. But I mean, uh, basically, just I'd have to look into that more. But I know not all of them are classified for. I mean, I'm sorry, not all of them are recorded for national security reasons. So. Because mm. if that was the case, I mean, Robert Mueller would just this this whole thing would have been done by now. <laughs> we'd already we, we'd be we'd be cracking on President Pence. <laughs> if all of his if all of his meetings were uh, were taped, but I will look into it though because that is that is a good point because if all his meetings are taped, then they could just subpoena the meetings and then just be done with it. But before I give it up, do you guys have anything, any last words to add to this? No, not yet. I'm just like, I understand, like, I think the system just needs to be reformed. At the end of the day, and I think the people who are bitching about what's wrong with it really need to come up with viable solutions rather than just saying, oh, well, I mean, it is what it is, like, it always is what it's for somebody to know. Well, but, but, but that's yeah. the thing. They don't want a solution because Trump's base, they don't want immigrants in the country. So they don't want a solution because if they wanted a solution, they would have come up with one. Because in those forums, they would be saying, hey, why don't we do this? Why don't we do that? Why don't we be more like England? Why don't we be more like Australia? You know, but they don't because they don't want them here anyway. So it's always going to be that broken loop. It's always going to be uh, the immigration system is always going to be broken just because. I mean, it benefits people who use illegal immigrants because, trust me, if you're an immigrant, right, and you're you're here legally, yeah, you may have a family in Haiti with uh, six kids that needs that money. But once you're illegal, I mean, I'm talking about a citizen, and you send for your kids, you really think you're going to be working that job-cutting sprinkler pipe for eight bucks an hour? Oh, hell no. Mm-hmm. So, so, and that, that's a very specific uh, thing because I used to cut sprinkler pipe. I, I got paid a little bit more than eight bucks, but it was, it was, a, it was a shit job. And I worked with a lot of Asians. <laughs> Who had tons of who had tons of kids to send money home to. So, but that's all I had. All right, oh, what you got? All right, so two things that uh, kind of popped off this week. Uh, first, first one I will call it when Me Too backfires. Um, this this seems to be a very divided perspective. Um, Aziz Ansari is the most recent stream of men who was accused of like inappropriate conduct or like raping a woman. And what's fucked up is like that. I don't know. I read the I read the details and rape definitely sounds like too harsh a description, um, mainly based on actions from both ends. He definitely was wrong in some parts, and and we'll definitely go through some experts. I mean excerpts from 
the account of what happened, but uh, have you guys heard about this with Aziz Ansari? Like, yeah, I did. I did. I read his response. Yeah. I... Um. Okay. So there's a lot of little gems in here if you actually read through the whole account of what happened from her perspective. And basically, she met him at some party, and then they go on a date. And when they go on a date, um, he was, like, on some, like, let's go, let's go, let's go shit, I guess, you know, because he thought he was about to get some. So they go back to his apartment, um, and he basically has her, like, she she sits up on, like, the counter, like, the island or whatever um, in his kitchen, and they're still drinking wine, and she's on some, he's on some, like, starts making out with her, and then, like, starts touching her titties, um, she doesn't stop in there and, like, slow down or, you know, whatever, which I have been in this position before, and I've just said, like, yo, chill the fuck out, like, didn't take anything, but that's just me, I'm not just dismissing her account of things, but, yeah, all it took was a quick, like, chill, stop, no, whatever and um they're making out then next thing you know he's grabbing the condom and that's I guess that's when it finally clicked for her she was like whoa like really slow down so then he proceeds to give her some head again this is a perfect opportunity for you to push his head away I don't understand how your panties got off but okay whatever she um she gets some oral sex and then of course it's time for her to return the favor she did for a little bit but I couldn't really tell if she finished or not but um she said she didn't want to um and then I think at some point she goes to the bathroom um to try to like I guess clean herself up or like gather her thoughts together or whatever and then she kind of said something to him like after that and said like oh well I didn't really like what just happened, what just went down. And he was like, oh, shit, like, I didn't even realize that you were uncomfortable. You know, let's just, um, let's just watch some TV. So they watched Seinfeld. And I'm just giggling because I love Seinfeld. But anyway, they're watching Seinfeld. And then I guess he still, like, tried it. And I don't know, it just sounded like a very, it was uncomfortable to read. Um, but at the end of the night, he does call her an Uber. He sends her home to her place. And that was the end of that. Um, then she texts him, like, the next day and was like, yo, like, I was uncomfortable. I'm surprised you couldn't tell kind of thing. And he was like, oh, I'm sorry. Like, I misread the situation. <sighs> the problem with not saying no is, like, nobody can say, well, did you say no? Because then it's kind of like the, the rules of the game are different. It's like, well, damn, sis, if you said no and he continued, that's a clear violation. I think, and that, I think this is where the waters are very muddy. Like, she seemed to be relying on, like, nonverbal cues to be like, oh, I was uncomfortable. I mean, like, how, I don't, I don't know. Like, I've heard men say shit like, <laughs> I, I remember my ex actually told me the story about his one of his exes that he was having sex with and he was like yo like she was so stiff that i stopped in the middle of it that was his thing he was like well damn like 
are you not enjoying it? And she was like, yeah, I'm, I'm enjoying it. So I guess maybe that's what a, Aziz Ansari should have said, but maybe he wasn't in that mind frame because he feels like, oh, I'm a Hollywood nigga. Like, of course she wants to, you know, of course she wants to do why not with me. Um, I don't know. Just like, how are you? How do you guys see it? Do you, are you on her side or are you on Aziz's side? Like, what's you know, here? for once, and I know I'm gonna get a lot of shade thrown at me for this, but I'm on Aziz's side. And here's my thing. When it comes to women, I'm not a wolf. I'm not overly aggressive. But what in the fuck is a nonverbal cue? You know, you may as well have said, I told him I didn't want to have sex through the power of interpretive dance. Like, just, just fucking say no. And then when he said, if you said you were uncomfortable, and he said, hey, you want to just watch TV? He should be like, no, I'm going to go home. He said, right. okay. She had, I feel like she had a lot of missed opportunities here. Like, I'm sorry that you felt that way, but this is not a violation. I'm sorry. Like, I'm on Aziz's side in this situation. That's why I say it's like Me Too backfired. Um, like, I don't think Aziz is as, like, uh, woke as he tries to portray himself. Because, you know, he tries to, like, deal with racial issues and sexual mm-hmm. issues and stuff like that. Do I think he's, like, most guys and going to try to get some pussy? Absolutely. Like, He's a man. I don't put anything past him. Um, that because that was another part of the interview where she kind of said, "Well, you know, his persona is this, and I just expected the experience to be different." Well, girl, he's a man. Like, okay, now into it. Like she was like twenty-two at the time, so she might have been naive. I'll give her that. But sis, what is a nonverbal? I'm I'm with you on that, Mars. Like, what is a nonverbal cue? Like. I feel like she had a lot of missed opportunities to just be like, no. And then once you say no, that's it. That's it. When he was giving you head, I, I noticed that. That was kind of the, the only part that was not gone into in great detail. She goes, she talks about him putting his fingers in her mouth. She talks about how she didn't want to give him head. But she never said when he was looking at her, her coochie. So I'm just like, maybe this was kind of good. Or maybe his dick was small, and that's why she didn't want to go through with it. I don't know. Crazy. At the end of the day, <laughs> crazy extra in the details, though. I, I mean, I saw it. You know, she wrote it in such a way that I could actually see the scene. That she made oh, yeah. it sound real corny. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, all corny, the sexual harassment shit. You like just a, like a whole like, cornball on this whole meeting and this whole date. This cat ain't getting no pussy from here on out. You know what I'm saying? Unless he pays. Yeah, I'm like, getting one of them robotic, those robotic bitches. You know what I'm saying? Those. <laughs> 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 so, that's when I'm do said, you know what? I don't have to worry about consent with the robot. I don't have to worry about STDs or unwanted pregnancy. I'm going the way of the robot for 15 grand. It's it's worth it. It costs a lot less than a lawsuit. I'm kind of. <laughs> <laughs> it costs a lot less than jail. Than well, going to prison. To jail. I don't have to pay settlements. A lot less than pregnancy. That's like a hundred. What? over the course of eighteen years. I'm just saying. I don't know. Fifteen grand sounds like a deal right about now, but um. Yeah, I, I, I put it like this: You want to cut down on situations like that? Have those sex dolls covered through Medicaid. Done. It's a done deal. It's over. You don't got to worry about shit no more. With this Senate, it'll go through just like Viagra went through. They'll pay for, your insurance pays for Viagra 
why doesn't it pay for the pill? You know what I'm saying? Right. So no, because because women because it affects women, not the men. Duh. Yeah, so exactly. Dolls, next thing you see, watch watch by 2020. We're gonna have them sex dolls. You can you can put them on your insurance or get a discount through your insurance across the blue yep. field and. I don't know about Medicaid, yeah. but Blue Cross Blue Shield and Athena and whoever else, be right there. All, these cats that have all these things sitting in their living room with their legs wide open. What you been doing? Hey, what you think about that wife? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're going to start talking. you you probably going to be able to buy, like, different dolls for different experiences, like the girlfriend experience or whatever, you know. If you, if you want that, you can program it to whatever type of mode you want. Oh, but we digress. Anyway, um, Blue, I mean, Blue, how do you feel about the the situation? I mean, other, I think, I think you really hit on something when you said, yeah, he looked really corny in the situation, but not creepy like a rapist. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. Um, I don't know, Blue. How do you feel? I feel like. I don't know, it was just so many signals that indicated... To me, it was just like a back and forth. It's always like a chess... Well, it's not always. A lot of times, it's like a chess game in this thing called, you know, dating or sex or whatever. I mean, she came to his house, like, first date. I mean, that's kind of almost like, you know, eh, it might be going down, you know what I'm saying? She allowed him to eat the kuda kuda. I mean, that's pretty much... The, you're, you're, it's going down, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> And, I, and believe me, he's from Indian descent. I'm pretty sure it is a wee-wee. It's going... I mean, bro, that's, you're not telling me nothing. If I'm eating your kuda kuda, you're sucking my weedy weedy. Yeah, and you have not said that. You haven't said no. You haven't said no. You just say, uh, I don't want to feel like a, I don't want to feel like a hoe. But that's part of the game. That's part of the tip-tap. You know what I'm saying? Girl, you know you want this Indian buta buta. Come on, girl. You know. You know. <laughs> I don't want to be like a creeper. I don't want to be part of the creep squad like on Love and Hip Hop. Ill. I'm not like that by any means. But I just feel like... And then the story comes out after he gets this um, nomination or this award for whatever he does on TV. I've never seen yeah. that show. How is that show? Anyway. I, I'm going to have to say The Master of None. I've never watched either. But I will say this. like I, just, I would also... As unfortunate as it is, I would need a couple more accounts. If I'm going to believe any of this, like, I think pattern is important, too. Like, we know right. who the predators are because there is a pattern of this shit. Like, y'all have been caught time and time and time and time and time and time again doing very creepy, terrible-ass things, you know? So, and yeah, sorry, sis. I mean, I, I, I'm not that much of a feminist. Like, I feel like right is right and wrong is wrong. So, yeah. And and the worst part was she were being anonymous. That's the thing. So I, I'm pretty sure they could find out who she was if they dig hard enough, but no one's going to do that. So at least everybody else, like Rose McGowan and all these other people, came out and said, this is what happened to me. But she told her story to a, a reporter. And then the reporter wrote the article. So she uh, she remained anonymous in this whole thing. Mm. So Aziz is hard to get in the acid bath, and she gets nothing. 
it wouldn't be hard to do. Was going on with him. I never really could invest in him as a person that I was like, oh, yeah, he's good. I just don't, I never seen any of his comedy shows, but there's something about him from afar that made me look like, uh, it might be I'm not racial to towards Indians, though. I don't know. And I hope I'm not racial towards Indians, but they don't like me, so why should I like them? You know, not as fine. But for real, though, I really do feel like that. I live in an area that has a lot of those, and you say hi to them, they look at you like you stink. Have you ever noticed that? <laughs> no, no, I've never had that experience. I've never had that experience, but I've had other people tell me about really their experiences. But I have, I, in the I, Morrisville I, area. Go out there, and I promise you, they are like, oh, I already know, like, and they're looking at you like you stank, like all oh, you fucking niggers. I do know for a fact, though, like um, one of my ex coworkers um, did have. Indian man for a supervisor and she had to go to HR on him he was definitely trying to like to find ways to get rid of her but he wasn't holding the same standards up for the other people of the team and he definitely showed preference for the Indian engineers on the team um yeah yeah so I mean I've definitely heard accounts but I've never had that personal experience to say one way or another um, you and you down here in Durham, you know, you're doing some things in Durham that's high profile. You'll see. All right. So, uh, transitioning into other things Blue doesn't like. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to talk about Monique next. So, I actually had seen Monique trending on the different outlets of social media yesterday. And I would, every time. She started with, hey, loves, or hey, my loves. I just scrolled past. I could not bring myself. I didn't know how long the video was, but I was like, I don't know. I don't need to know what the fuck she's talking about. I'm just going to keep scrolling. Um, but I ended up finding out what she was talking about anyway because people would, like, summarize on their social media posts, which I actually, um, I don't know if you guys are like that, but I kind of prefer to read rather than watch videos unless it's, like, a comedy sketch video. I feel like you get more perspectives in the comments and the posts themselves rather than just watching the video and like making your own thoughts. I'd, I'd rather get exposed to different opinions um, through the comments first. But I watched a video this morning, obviously in preparation of, of our show, and it was only a minute long. And um, Monique basically is trying to rally the troops, black people and women. Um, for a call to action that's like, oh, let's boycott Netflix. And this is why. <laughs> She's like, Netflix only wants to pay me $500,000 for my own comedy special. And she was like, Amy Schumer got uh, five, five or $7 million and Dave Chappelle got $11 million. So why do I only get 500000 Now, uh, I was like, going to stop her right there because I was like, oh, okay. She threw, she threw in the words racist and sexist. And she was like, but the two people you cited are black and a woman. So like, what the fuck? So she, um, so I'm like, okay, your argument's already kind of dead there. But the rest of her argument was actually very sound. So then she, which is why I'm glad I watched the video. Um, she did say, well, look at my resume and look at the things that I've accomplished, which is kind of fair. Um, and they were like, well, we don't look at resume. And 
too, like, well, why didn't Schumer get, or why was she able to negotiate for like $2 million more than what she initially got? And they said, well, Amy Schumer had a blockbuster movie last summer and, you know, she sold out Madison Square Garden. She was like, but is that not her resume? Like, what are you talking about? Fair. Very sound argument. Then she goes on to talk about, um, uh, then they said, oh, well, we think Monique is a legend too. Now, that part I don't know about. I feel like I don't think they said that, but okay, sis. If you, if you want to, like, they talk about it. Okay. I, I will say this. Maybe I don't mess with black people like I should, but when I heard you talk about Monique, I'm like, did she die? Because she hadn't really done anything. Like, when you hear about somebody who he hadn't heard about in a long time, first thing you think is, oh my God, are they dead? So when you mentioned Monique, I'm like, did she die? Oh, no, oh, okay. I, hold, on, hold, on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Macadine, Macadine gotta say something. Macadine in the house. Uh, Macadine gotta talk about something. <laughs> Let's be honest. Who in the last four to six? Fuck it. Let's be honest. Who in the last two years has even been checking for Monique? Monique, you better be glad you got something because nobody's really heard your name since. I don't know. Precious. 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 Yes. I don't check for her. So you're not Amy Schumer. I don't even fuck with Amy Schumer like that. She's okay, but thirteen million for that shit she put on Netflix, they paid her way too much. No offense to um David Chappelle, twenty million for that. Uh, you would have done it for a million, you know you would have, you know what I'm saying? Um, Chris Rock, same thing. Uh, you would have done it for a million. Netflix just be throwing money at people like for no reason at all. And how do they throw money at people when it's a subscription-based service? Like you're not generating new income. I don't understand. Right. It's not when they when they brought on um, Seinfeld. They might have got some new subscribers under Seinfeld because people really love that motherfucker for some reason. Even oh no, Seinfeld is on. That show he used to do on YouTube, the no, driving. Uh, in the thing that he had on Crackle is now. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I know what you're talking about. Driving in cars with the lady for coffee with or something. Yeah. Yeah. I only watched the um the Obama one. That shit was funny as shit. Um, but it wasn't because of Jerry Seinfeld. It was funny. It was because of. President Barack Obama, watch out now. But anyways, I wouldn't. You can't tell me to boycott nothing, not because you ain't getting paid like you're supposed to be paid. Get your body a workout. Stop talking so much shit and humble yourself, bitch. You know what I'm saying? West Coast comedy. Well, I'm gonna stop you right there because you wouldn't say that shit about no man. But okay, like no terrible ass man comedian. Anybody to but if David Chappelle was like, they only gave me twenty million, I'm like, that's 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 on the hands on the though. But I'm not gonna lie. But anyway, I do want to say like she she goes on to say like they told her out of their mouth that she was a legend. So she's like, well, if I'm a legend, then I should give Dave Chappelle money, like whatever. She was like, what the fuck? What is bothering me? I mean, like, no. like who? I mean, how many streams is she really gonna get? Let's just be truly honest. Is she gonna get the numbers that Chris Rock get? Is she gonna get the numbers that Amy Schumer get? She might get the numbers that Amy Schumer got. Hers didn't do that well. Is she gonna get the numbers? She ain't gonna get nothing nowhere near David Chappelle. His That's the thing. Like, this fuck. is where market value comes into play. Like, you are a brand. You are a comedian. Um. And it's just like, 
yeah, but who is checking for you? This is market value. And that's what and that's where Netflix fucked up. If they wanted to say like, oh well we're not considering resumes or passwords, we're solely looking at, you know, the the likelihood that you will break like return your investment or return what we paid you. That's all they had to say because you can't right. really you know what I'm saying? Like you can't argue that because it's basically looking into the future or like playing analysts. And nobody really knows what the fuck that's going to look like, obviously, because otherwise Amy Schumer wouldn't have gotten that. So I just feel like that's their, like that's where they fucked up. If they did, assuming that what she said is true, that's where Netflix fucked up. They should have just said nonsense. Like we're not giving you that because we don't think that you're worth that much or you're going to bring that much to the table. You know what? Netflix fucked up at? They fucked up by giving her a deal in the first place. She ain't down there. Probably. Probably. Why would they think of even giving her a deal? She hasn't even been in anybody's viewpoint. Nobody's been checking for her for a millennium. I don't know what she did. I forgot something she did, something about Oprah, and I think she was blackballed or something. You know yes, she was with Oprah and Lee Daniels. Like, she didn't want to fuck with them no more. Who's pissed about, like, being exploited on Oprah's show or something like that? Um, something about some family drama she was going through and she felt like she was exploited. I don't remember all the details, but bottom line is she ain't really working. I just see her working out a lot online, maintaining her weight. She lost that weight and she ain't really looked back ever since. Cool. I mean, let me, let me ask you this. She said Bill will half a million for that show, right? What's the last yep. big paycheck Monique got? Because, I mean, Precious was an independent film. So now she got, like, a ton of money off of Precious. So what was the last big paycheck she got? You know, get that get that show, make it work, and then come back and say, hey, give me that four or five right. million dollars. But don't. Like, yeah. they starting over this. Like, but then this is the thinking, though. What female black comedians would I really like to see on with their own stand-up show? Can you guys think of any? I can, but I'm gonna let y'all go first. I can't think of any. I really gotta say, I thought I might have wanted to see uh, Tracy Haddish, but then I was like, oh, Tracy Haddish, okay. I, I, I'd probably turn her off after like the first half hour and be like, nah, I don't know why. So I've seen some of Tiffany's stand-up stuff. Um, I definitely prefer Wait, her. Is, is, is Tiffany Haddish saying her name wrong? It's definitely Tiffany Haddish. That's okay, sorry. I don't know where I got Tracy from. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But I, I've seen her stand-up work, um, like clips of it, and I would say that like I do prefer her acting and just acting the fool. <laughs> but um, but I. I honestly thought, but I was thinking more like people that are not like on the current wave, like people we haven't heard from in a while, like comeback style. And I would have to go with some more. Like, I would love to see some more. She's beautiful. She's always kept herself together. And she's really funny. Like, like I remember the last, you know, I think she had a show, something called the Something Chandelier. They had Chandelier in the title. But I remember crying tears laughing at how ridiculous she was now she i remember there was some drama where cheryl underwood said on the show to talk and she's very funny as well but she's still kind of relevant because we see her on the talk and cheryl underwood was t- telling a story about how like her 
uh, some more Miss Laura and some other people that were on that comedy tour were talking pure shit about her. And if you know anything about Cheryl Underwood, she's a really, really nice person. Like, um, she she's just a really nice person. So for anybody to be talking shit about her is really sketch. Um, but other than that little kerfuffle, I still would like to see some more, do some stand-up. She's funny as hell. You know what? I, I don't really get into some more all that much. I don't know why, because... She ain't yeah. funny. I would I would probably say Adele Givens. And I don't know why I, I like Adele Givens and not Samora since it's kind of like salt and, and sea salt. Hey, hey, <laughs> you need to do your research before you say shit like that. She's dead. Who, Adele Givens? Yeah. No. No. That's the one we no, used to be on no. the Randy show, right? No, 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 not her. No, not her. Adele Givens has gums like Cheryl Underwood, too. Oh, she got them she big gums teeth. and them big teeth. I yeah, the big teeth. No, not not all of them. <laughs> Adele Givens is still very much alive. She's from Chicago, like Bernie Mac. So, no. You made me Google it, because I'm like, I could have sworn she was on that Def Jam 25. She ran that shot. What was her name? I thought her name was Adele Givens. No, there's Cheryl Underwood, Adele Givens, some more, Monique, as far as like the Queens of Comedy, and then Laura Hayes. Tiffany Haddish is the Queen of Comedy. Right now, it's her wave. It's her season. I'll give her that. But that's what I was saying, like, as far as, but that's why I was trying to throw it back to, like, before Tiffany Haddish. Like, who would Tiffany Haddish want to see? That's my question. Like, what women does she appreciate or look up to that she wants to aspire to be? Like, those are the people that I want to see get, you know, a good deal on Netflix, but get what's fair at the same damn time. Because 500000 maybe you should have negotiated for a mil, sis, like... And just made sure that that material is the best material so then you can get five the next time and ten the next time. Check the phone. <laughs> I promise you that would have been the, the least popular comedy show in a minute. One, black people don't even support shit like that on fucking Netflix. All they want to watch is those damn black films. Juju, Juju, Juju loves Boona. Or Living in the Hood. Or... I'm on the corner. Oh, my gosh. They have so many black films. They got shit to go If that was the case, then we wouldn't be, you know, boosting them damn ticket sales for Black Panther. Like, black people are very diverse. Don't do us like that. Nope. I'm not doing that. You like this possible? You know why why people on Black Panther like that? Because it's trending. Not because of self. They was going to do it anyway. I promise you. How many people are going to this thing? They ain't even seen a Marvel film. Uh, That's not even one of them. No. We in a we in a whole group. What's that group called on Facebook? The Matrix. We're in a whole group where it's the majority of Black people watching sci-fi and anime and all types of shit. Like I know. Oh yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. We're, we're, like, we're, we're a mix. We're a mix. We're not. We're not. not I know. I know a lot more people out there than you think. So I'm just well, like. I need, I need to know those kind of. I need to know those kind of people. Those people are fun. 
But anyways, I don't think this this Black Panther thing. I don't think that's a good example. I think this is a bandwagon thing. It's almost like the Beyonce heads. What they call them? Bay Bay Baybots. The Baybots. You know, whatever they feel like it's on, it's on. You know what I'm saying? It's fucking crazy. I kind of wish I bought a uh, online ticket because they're all gone now. Yeah. Yeah, you had to jump on that early. I'm going. I'm in there. Well, I don't know. I'm going to Northgate. I'm pretty sure Northgate is going to be just as empty as it always is. (laughs) (laughs) That's probably very true. That's probably very likely. Yeah. (laughs) That is the most ghost mall ever. If you ever want a hot date and you want the theater, go to Northgate. They start like 7 o'clock every day now or something like that. It's bananas. It's bananas. Yeah, I was in it earlier this year. Oh, man. All right. So, we digress. Um, good luck, Monique. That's, that's the nature of this show. 360 Breakdown. We digress. We break down. Like, oh, shit. They're not even on topic right now. Okay. <laughs> but I digress. Good luck, Monique. I mean, I do wish you luck. I just don't. Yeah, maybe maybe not Netflix. Maybe somewhere else. Good luck, Yeah. Check. But, and ain't nobody else fucking with her. Ain't nobody, she wasn't going to get no more money. No movies are lined up. This might have been her gateway to get something bigger and better. She played herself. Why do people always play themselves like that? And then she was like, come boycott with me. No. I've been with well, Netflix since 2002. I ain't quitting because of you. I'm not staring at though. I can't even boycott. Like, <laughs> I'm staring at them. So, mm. I haven't even watched Bright yet. I can't boycott. <laughs> I don't even want to watch Bright though. I'm okay. Mm-mm. I'm good. But yeah, I still stand by what I said though. Good luck, Monique. And that's all I got. Make sure you watch Cat Williams' Great America on Netflix now. I don't know. I was watching some of the clips. He's like, he's about to have a stroke out there. He's all sweating. I know he's always like that. He always be sweating, you know. He always be sweating. Pain is a hell of a drug, bruh. <laughs> like he slathered himself in Vaseline, and it came out on stage. But I'll probably watch it just because. I mean, his doctor doesn't have like. Nine other specials on Netflix. <laughs> I know, right? He's like the most popular comedian on Netflix right now. I think he has more than almost everybody. You know what I mean? Almost lucky, like. How late. long I've been on Netflix? There's no, I don't see a place where I can see how long I've been on this thing. Oh. I thought I saw it online, like in the uh, in the options, but don't quote me. But I've been because I, 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 here's the thing I didn't know anything about Netflix so I basically I looked them up on Better Business because I was like wait a second it sounds too good to be true <laughs> but, I remember I yeah. wasn't sure they was gonna fold I didn't think they could fuck with Blockbuster and then the next thing you know Blockbuster they went to they went to you know DVD out the box they went to streaming and then they disappeared damn that shit was sad bro because ain't nothing like going to a uh, a blockbuster on a Friday or Saturday night getting your DVD for three Man. Seasons, you know what I'm saying? You know what? I, I, I'm like uh, when they imitate LeVar Bush. Man, don't talk to me about no blockbuster video. Look, 
Blockbuster shut down all the video stores in my neighborhood. And then they jacked up their prices and gave us shit customer service for like 15 years. So yeah, I, I hate to see people go out of work, but I didn't really miss Blockbuster at all. Like, yeah, it, it was something that needed to die. Oh, okay. I, 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 my DVD. I went to my DVD history. I've been, I've been with Netflix since 12, December 12, 2003. Oh, okay. So you've been on as, as long as I have. And first, the first movie I, I rented was The Italian Job. <laughs> I don't... I, I may need to find out what's the first one I rented. I, I mean, because, you know, of course, I had it when they were, when they did all videos. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then yeah. and, Italian Job, Anger Management, Gangs in New York. That was the first three I, I rented. Wow. So I was really on some Italian shit back then, eh? <laughs> <laughs> and look, I've rented 459 videos since then. The hard disc, anyway. Because I've been keeping this for like six and eight months before I even watch it. I'm looking at a disc right now that's been sitting on this damn counter for like eight months. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> and it's not even something I really, I'm probably not even going to watch it. Now I'm, I'm out of that mind frame. Listen, I'm a cyborg, but that's okay. It's like a, a Chinese foreign film in the subtitle. You know what I'm saying? John Wick, which is now on HBO. I mean, John Wick Chapter 2, which is now on HBO. Don't need to keep that one. Pitch Perfect. I probably can find that on HBO or something. You know what I'm saying? I, I could never sit through a movie like Pitch Perfect. I, I'd probably sit through like the first 15 minutes and I'm like, nah. The bad thing about Netflix streaming is that I don't give movies a chance. So if I rent a video, if I have it come in the mail, even if I don't like it after the first half hour, I'm obliged to finish watching it. I don't know why, it's just something in my head. But if it's streaming and you don't catch my attention in the first 20 minutes to half hour, I'm like, eh, go on to the next one. I'm the same way. I'm the same way. It's, it's, you got like 15, you, ain't, you got less than 15, maybe about 10 minutes. It really depends on um, if I know that it's going to be a slow build up, like if I read an IMDb about it and it's going to get better, mm-hmm. eh, I might give it a chance. But, you know, with a DVD, it's like I forced myself to watch it because I rented it. You know what I'm saying? Almost like, right. like you have a meal in front of you and it's not all that, but you bought it, so you're going to eat it. To me, it all depends. On somebody's counter and you get your kuda kuda egg. It's like, I'm going to put it like this. I have never eaten a woman's pussy and then not fucked her. And I'm being, I know I'm being a little vulgar here, but I've never, I've never done that and then just not, and not seal the deal. So I'm like, when I heard that, I was just like, you gotta be kidding me, man. That was not something you talk about because that sounds selfish as fuck. There should be times where you get some head and she don't get no head or no dick. And then there should be times where she was on my Oh, no, 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 no. Put it like this. I don't have to get oral in return. I'm just saying I've never gave oral to a woman and then not have it end in intercourse. Because usually you do that and it's it's a done deal, pretty much, because you now you're in that zone. I mean, well, if I was just say is his tongue game is so remarkable. 
that if he puts his tongue in your cooter, it's going to go down, 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 like, I'm going to force it on you. I'm just saying, usually, when, when it gets to that point, it's like, okay, now we're in, we're out of that zone, and now we're in this zone. <laughs> you know what I mean? And then it's, of course, consensual. But uh, that whole he's sorry thing bothers me because it, it weakens the whole Me Too movement, even though it's just one incident. Because you know how people are. They'll take that one incident and just say, all those Harvey Weinstein folks, all those Roy Moore folks are lying too. Not lying, but, you know. Extracting, reaching. Yes. And that's not cool. And that's the part that bothered me a lot, is when they try to put the Me Too tag on. I'm like, don't do that. Because that, that's not a Matt Lauer thing. That's not a Harvey Weinstein thing. Was it Matt Lauer? Did he have that thing that's often locks the door behind him? So women can't get out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He had a button sticking on his desk. That's some old Dr. Evil shit. Who has that? Matt Lowry's rape office. Go on, you can't put Aziz Ansari in that category. They should make a movie about that, like like one of those B movies, like Two Headed Shark or something like that, like Rape Office, the office that rapes people, starring Matt Lauer. <laughs> okay, I've gone too far. I have to edit that out. That ain't, that's not cool. <laughs> okay. You know what? I'm totally okay with that because I sometimes I'm like, okay, I've gone too far. <laughs> you can't pull, you can't pull an F Christopher Blue Cotton. So say, yo, that's he says that's his lane. You got to be in a different lane, man. <laughs> <laughs> he said we can't have two Dark Vaders. Only one Dark Vader per movie. Now, if you want to switch it up for a month, well, you're the good, well, you're the bad guy, and I'm the good guy. You know, I do. Need to diversify my action pool a little bit, you know what I mean? <laughs> Starting next week, we'll start running commercials. I need to um get my um my voice over um work back up. I need to get my um voice work, you know, for my resume, my body of work. It's been slacking in 2017. I need to get that back and rolling so I can say, you know, I did a commercial for such and such and a commercial for such and such. And people be like, why'd you do a commercial for me? Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Put it like this. How do you think Run DMC got that Adidas deal? Do you think they already had a deal with Adidas so they made that song my Adidas? No. They made a song about Adidas and then they got a deal. Exactly, <laughs> so, exactly. So we're going to be doing some commercials for Bitcoin. We're going to be doing some commercials for, shit, fuck it, Adidas, Nike, shit, some St. Ives beer. <laughs> some 40 ounces. You know, we got to niggerize it a little bit, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> somebody had a, a, a first of all somebody had a, a clip talking about like say nice and stuff like that like mad dog like md 2020 it actually it actually has like a acronym for somebody's name i've always known that stuff to be mad dog 2020 and i guess that's the nickname but it's actually and i think i kept the picture someplace because i was just like huh okay but here's the thing the dude ordered it in the mail, so that's why it came on the package with the name of the what M and D stands for. And I was just like, who the fuck orders Mad Dog Twenty Twenty in the mail? Does he not live near a bodega? 
I've never known it to be stylish like that, like Ripple or something like that, where you just, you know, fortified wine. But I was just like, that's interesting. <laughs> I always thought MD stood for Mad Dog. Ah, and no one the name ain't gonna change that. That used to be my shit in eighth grade. <laughs> you know, you know the worst part. I, I laugh, but that stuff is so cheap, and eighth an grade could easily afford it. And if you live in the right city, they will sell it to you. <laughs> so, what's that stuff like? Like two fifty a bottle or something like that? Like it's not. Like even those forty ounces, what they cost like a well, I'm I'm going by like back in the nineties, but they used to cost like two dollars or something like that for forty ounces of fortified beer. And I don't drink, but I, I hung around cats and did, and I'm just like, first of all, it, it smells it smells like backwash, you know. But it's packed with alcohol, so people drink it because it got them fucked up really fast. But. Okay, and on that note, <laughs> let me put on my blue outro voice. I don't know. Well, before we do, um, do you have any final thoughts, any final perspectives, last words? Uh, it, actually, this is more of just a little, I guess a prayer. I'm not religious, but a little prayer for everybody who's going to be affected by the shutdown if the shutdown does extend past this weekend. So, yeah, so, uh, you know, stay strong and we'll get past this. So. Hmm. Well. Oh. No. Nope, I don't have any <laughs> <laughs> She was like, uh, no. Probably, like, you probably saw maybe like a hamster on the wheel, then a light bulb, and then the light bulb go out. That's literally how my thought process is now. So. And then the hamster has a heart attack on the wheel, and it's just like, ew. It's just basically, it's like that sometimes. All right. Yeah. It happens. All right. Well, I'm hoping Blue can sort things out and we'll wrap up today's show and see you guys next week. Sure, of course, we'll see you on Tuesday, Tuesday, Thursday, on Friday. Did you just jump back? Blue. <laughs> oh, hey guys, I gotta get out these damn mushrooms. What, what are we talking about? Wrap it if you haven't, uh, if you haven't prescribed already, prescribed. We'll <laughs> <laughs> just edit that out. No, that's good shit right there. Leave if you haven't subscribed already, please subscribe to the Urban Breakdown podcast featuring hit shows 360 Degrees, Politics, He Says, She Said, and Black Man's Perspective. Subscribe now on all major and minor podcast apps, including Google Play, iTunes, YouTube. Tune in. I don't know the rest. Shit, it's like a billion of them on the internet. Um, some are better than others. Shit, some get some of the most obscure ones that you can't get on any other one. You know what I mean? I got one on my Amazon Kindle that's like that. It's a nice format. It looks really good. It actually looks better than the iTunes and Google Play's format. I digress. All right. Be well and be great. Thank you. <laughs>